The Chiefs have preseason games all lined up, and they are about to have some OTA practice. We're going to get into what's going to happen in the coming weeks through the summer and the lead-up to training camp and the regular season today on Locked On Chiefs. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Welcome back to Locked On Chiefs, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day for free, everywhere that we can be. And if you are on the newest side of our podcast, it is over on YouTube. You can like, sub, and hit the bell there, and that will help everybody out. You get more info, and we get more subs so that we can reach more voices in Chiefs Kingdom. We look forward to that. we got a ton to talk about today. I'm Ryan Tracy, the founder of Rogue Analytics and Performance Consulting, as well as your friend over at NFL33.com and on the Locked On NFL uh, draft show. Thanks for making us your first listen. Go check that one out for your second. A lot going on with Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban. Just say it. A lot <laughs> going on in Kansas City as well. <laughs> There's a lot going on when you start talking about nil, nil deals. Man, it's hard to say. NIL deals, I'll put it that way, uh, and college football and how that's going to shake out over the next couple of years. And it really how it's going to shake out with college sports, not just football. I know you're just talking football, but it's going to change the entire landscape of college sports. So something to watch sure. there. I am Chris Clark, the founder of Chiefs Corner. You can find me at KC Chiefs Corner. Uh, lots to talk about when it comes to Kansas City. They have a lot going on over the next couple of weeks, and then they're going to have time. And I will say this really quick. We don't know when we don't know specifically when training camp starts. We will let you know as soon as we get that released, but we have other yeah. dates that we're going to get into right now. I like that plan and dates are what come down to it because you got to start planning. Now the teams know roughly when they're going to play preseason games, right? It's August. We all, we all know that, that it's coming, but it does help you plan uh, not just for that particular game. A lot of logistics go into, and every year, and even in Kansas city, there's new people working in logistics, new people working in athletic training and working in the equipment rooms. All that has to be packed up, moved when you're traveling to an away team, all kinds of stuff. Uh, and right now is when they try to do that as OTA start that they release the preseason games, which we haven't had information on before until tonight. So no further ado, who are the Chiefs preseason games? Chicago Bears, Washington Commanders, and the Green Bay Packers. I think we can go ahead and say it's safe to say that I think the Packers and the Chiefs are going to play in the preseason probably for the foreseeable future. <laughs> I would say for quite a while. It looks like they, <laughs> what has it been? It seems like it's been at least five years. Um, it's been a lot. the The only I thing mean, I, the only thing I will say that disappoints me about it is because you don't see Aaron Rodgers play at all in that preseason game because it's the last one before the season starts. Right. So so, so much for giving us the matchup there. Thanks NFL. But uh, right. yeah, we all know Patrick will get a series and Aaron won't play at all. Okay, great. Uh, I don't know that Patrick um, will get a series. Yeah, he might not. You're you're absolutely right. Um, I, I think it is very cool. As we and we could talk about Green Bay here probably in the next segment because I'm going to yak about this for a minute. I think it's very cool to see mentors and mentees go up against each other, and I like the Chicago matchup in Game One of the preseason because Ryan Poles got thrown into the deep end this off season and probably took everything they learned from Brett Veach as well as evaluation that they've already done. I mean, the personnel people in every office have already done next year's coming juniors. Like I'm starting to look at juniors. They've already got them done. So when a player personnel guy like that gets picked to another club, they already have an inkling of what 
a team is already looking at. And to have them go up against each other after one draft is out of the way, and now the full cycle is starting, I think that's really interesting. Now these teams are in completely different positions, and the Bears' former head coach is now the Chiefs' assistant coach. Like, There's, there's a lot of ties here. There's a lot of storylines I just there. like that. Right. Yeah. I remember in the days I, back when I was in college, the terrible towels were out for all the Steeler games. I think this could mm-hmm. be come something that we have a series of this going forward. It could be. I think it's going to be very fun to watch Justin Fields play against his Chiefs defense, uh, mm-hmm. just because he is going to play. He's going to probably play the first half. Well, I don't know how much they're going to have him play, but Chicago has got to get him playing time. That is the only way he's going to get better. So I do expect them to take a little bit of a different approach than most teams will in the first preseason game, uh, especially with the new offense and everything going on there. But the other thing I really like about this preseason schedule is it's all NFC teams. And I like mm-hmm. that because you're not likely to face them again in the regular season for the most part. Uh, that's not always going to be the case, obviously, but for the most part, you won't see them in the regular season most of the time. And I also like it because it gives you a up close and up close look at all the other rosters or sorry, all those rosters in the NFC in case the Bears or the Commanders or the Packers have somebody that they think they're going to cut. Maybe Kansas City goes and sees them play and they want to make a trade or vice versa. Or the Commanders. It was a nice catch. I like that. Um, And it's funny that you bring that up because the Virginia Commanders might be coming to town. Uh, As we heard this week, uh, Washington has bought like 200 acres around Virginia as multiple possible sites to move now obviously that's not going to affect the chiefs in this particular game you know what's funny about but that there's gonna be a lot of discussion what's yeah. that no i just think it's funny because i i read something somewhere that said baltimore's actually actually going to be closer if that is the new stadium site baltimore will be closer to dc than virginia than the commanders will be right right <laughs> it's kind of funny of course the it, question it is, is is daniel snyder even going to be the owner at that point yeah, and that's something that, that we will be talking about both on Lockdown NFL Draft as well as NFL33.com. That is a serious question, and like it won't affect this game other than the Snyder talk because owners' meetings are going on. There's a lot mm-hmm. going on there. Like This is this is a distracted franchise, and that's just it's the nicest way to say it. So for this <laughs> particular meeting, um, I think it bodes well for the Chiefs, and they, they might get their last – glimpse of what it's like to play in the shadow of of the Washington Monument or the Lincoln Memorial and, and be close there around town. Um but I think this well, is play, a team they play in Kansas City, so oh my fault. <sighs> I thought see this is what happens when I get the release a couple of minutes before we start recording folks. Thought yep. they were gonna get to go to town. Okay, well anyway. Nope, sorry. Um <laughs> it's it's Chiefs at Bears, Washington Commanders at Chiefs and then Packers at Chiefs. So Kansas City's okay. hosting two playoff games. It's the second two. And since we didn't say this, it's a Saturday, August 13th at noon for the Chiefs-Bears. Saturday, August 20th for the Commanders versus the Chiefs at 3. And Thursday night, August 25th for the Packers versus Chiefs at 7, which is your norm for the last season or last preseason game. Yeah. A lot of moving parts. And, uh, you know, I thought they were going to Washington. That's okay. We're going to talk about a little bit deeper into that. And I do want to mention one other thing here in a minute, but all those moving parts are things that you might have to find for your vehicle as well, whether it's a car or a truck like mine, you might need it. And there's all kinds of makes and models out there. It makes it harder to find what you're looking for, especially if you have to go to somebody else to use their computer to find you a part that maybe they stock and maybe they don't just use yours and cut out the middleman. 
you can save 30, 50, or even 100%. It saves you a ton of time, and you can get the parts that you need, not what somebody has in stock for you. Rock Auto is a family business. It's always running. It's been up 20 years. You can rely on them. They have what you need for your vehicle, and they're reliably low. It doesn't matter what kind of customer you are whether a professional, a tinkerer, or somebody who just breaks stuff like me. You like need you. stuff <laughs> in order to replace stuff. That's the way that it goes. So go over and explore their site. They have everything that you need from carpet to taillights to backup cameras. That's probably the next addition that I need. Go to rockauto.com right now. Get all the parts. Put them in your cart. And then when they ask you, how did you hear about us? Write in, locked on. We would appreciate that. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car or truck are ever going to need. rockauto.com. So that said, in, in talking about that schedule, uh, I do think it, it's important because this does help us out in that it sets my schedule for camp. So if the Chiefs play on August 13th, that means that I'm likely going to be in town on the 16th after they recover from the first preseason game. That's usually the way that it works. Um, and so I appreciate that. So that helps me, especially because they're going to be traveling back since you said it's at Chicago. Then I got a couple of days, and then they go to Washington. Then, no, then Washington comes to them. I keep saying that. Then they come back, and then there's that big matchup. And I think it's it's more than just, you know, could they see Aaron Rodgers throw a pass that night? Well, you can in warm-ups probably. That's about it. But I think this year in particular, it's about MBS as well and and getting that kind of jitters out and, and playing his old team as well and Aaron. And obviously there's – there's going to be a commercial shot in the stands, I'm absolutely sure. I don't know if it's going to be professional State Farm, not, but it'll be done. Yep. Right? Right? Um, I like that matchup. I like that it's recurring and it's most likely to be recurring. But um, in terms of that game, do you think the matchup between what will be the Green Bay Packers and what will be the Kansas City Chiefs in that week, guys fighting for the roster, guys trying to beat somebody else out, do you think that's a good matchup to get those things done and evaluated? Yeah. I do. And the reason I do is because Green Bay is supposed to be one of the best teams in the NFC. And if you look at the schedule, if you look at the AFC versus the NFC just overall, NFC is not near as stacked as the AFC is. And But one of the good teams in the NFC is going is expected to be the Green Bay Packers. As long as they have Aaron Rodgers, they're expected to be a contender for the Super Bowl. So I do think that this is a good situation for Kansas City. Now, the question is, this is going to be, is it still going to be a good situation for Kansas City in two in a year or two if Aaron Rodgers isn't there anymore? That's a question to answer down the line. But for this year, I think it's a good situation. Players still want to go to Green Bay, and I'm talking about some undrafted guys, some free agents uh, that have signed there in the past because of Aaron Rodgers. So I do think that looking at their roster, looking at the depth of their roster, it's a good situation for Kansas City because you're going to be playing against their third, fourth, and third and fourth string guys most of the game and you're going to be seeing the guys that are likely to be cut which could agreed it helps you scout that absolutely but i think from a competition standpoint that's what i really like about it and i know aaron Rodgers and aaron Rodgers. he's he's as big a part of that team as patrick mahomes is of this team but the rosters overall are good and i think playing a solid team no offense to chicago bears not at the top of their division Washington Commanders, not at the top of their division. Best competition you're going to get is for those decision-making pieces, those guys that are fighting for the roster, like you said, thirds and fourths. And I think that's actually great to get you into the season with probably the best evaluation of that level of your roster against the best competition late. I like what that does for the Chiefs in terms of the longevity and getting through the season. 
you know, the question I have is how they're going to play out this season versus the, what they've done in the past. And I say that because, yes, last year they only had three preseason games, so we saw how they adjusted. This year they have so many new pieces on both sides of the ball. They're going to have to figure that out, and they're going to have to figure that out early. How do they get those new pieces working together and get them meshed for the opening game? And that's got to be figured out in how they're going to play them in the preseason. Obviously, training camp is how they're going to try to get most of it done. But preseason and playing against somebody else is something that you absolutely have to do as a team. And that's also why I'm a little surprised Kansas City hasn't scrimmaged other teams uh, in the past couple of seasons. They just don't seem to bring anybody in for scrimmage or go somewhere else to scrimmage. I know Kansas City or St. Joe is is not really close to any other teams, but you would still think that that would be an option somewhere. I just don't think Andy wants to do it. I think it just gives away too much. And I think what what it forces them to do is get earlier and earlier in their process uh, because of the lack of that, that fourth preseason game. It steps everything up. I actually think it's better for the league, better for the players. I think it puts a little bit more onus on the coaching staff, and that means that they have to get a, a fresher start, a newer start. And I think that backs things up into OTA. So what we're going to see here in a day or two, and we're going to run down the OTA process here for you guys on the backside of this. I think it puts more of an emphasis that we start seeing some things early and the exploration of what your new roster is starts right now this week. Yeah, and it absolutely has to because they have all the new pieces at wide receiver. They've got to get all of those guys acclimated. And the nice thing about that is is that Patrick Mahomes has been working with a lot of those guys in Texas or wherever they were meeting up to to do that type of work. Sky Moore, I think, was the only one that really wasn't there uh, because he was drafted later. So you've got to get him involved in the offense. You're going to use him a lot in this offense, I think. I think he's going to have a bigger role than a lot of people expect him to just because of the type of player he is and what he's able to do. I think it's going to translate very well to this Chiefs team. And when we get back, we will be talking about uh, getting into the OTA dates, and we're going to, I'll give you those dates here in just a moment. But I want to tell you about our friends over at Built Bar. And I know Ryan always says he, he loves the Built Bars, and, you know, I know – you know, Ryan, I guess I would tell you, be careful because you're going to be getting another box very soon at Bill Bars. So you might want to try to hide those from your little girls. Um, I already had to order two boxes of them. The, 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 they didn't even wait for the samples. No, yeah. it's over. Okay. Well, there you go. So maybe maybe at least you'll get more than one bar this time since you had to order <laughs> a couple of boxes. But what I am talking about is the brownie, the brownie batter puffs bars. I absolutely love brownies. They are absolutely delicious. But you know what I love more? Brownie batter. Sometimes I eat half the batter just while I'm making the brownies. And, yes, I have done that before. Imagine if you could lick the brownie spatula clean and get some protein in. That is exactly what these puffs taste like. The brownie batter puffs are absolutely delicious. With 140 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only 7 grams of sugar, brownie batter puffs are the perfect pick-me-up for any day. All built puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means that with Built Bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. The brownie batter puffs will have you completely forgetting that you are eating a protein bar. No need to pinch yourself. This is real life. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, so let's go ahead and get into talking about the dates for OTAs and for minicamp because we do have those dates right now. First week... Starts Wednesday and Thursday. So May 25th, May 26th. Sorry, I did say Wednesday and Thursday. May 25th, May 26th. Those are the first two days of OTAs this week. 
Then you're going to be looking at a May 31st through June 2nd and June 7th through June 10th. So you're looking at midweek OTAs for the next three weeks, uh, only two days this week, three days next week, four days the week after that. And that's it. That It sounds like OTAs are this enormous thing that they get to go through, right? It's not that big. So you got to make the most of every rep and you got to start exploring your new players in new positions right away. I think that this changes the, the, the urgency the teams, including the Kansas City Chiefs, feel about that in this OTA period. Yeah, it's definitely good. And you look at Kansas City getting all these players on the field. The question that I have is, you know, are some of these guys that have been injured for rookie minicamp, are they coming back? Are they going to actually practice for this camp? Are they going to be at OTAs? Are they going to be able to run reps? I know it doesn't matter near as much as training camp, but for the rookies, it matters a lot to, for them to get the mental reps or to get the, actually on the field with the veterans and to see how things are done from that perspective and still be doing things that are going to be getting them to be ready to play in a professional football game in a couple of months. And they got to have it. There's there's a lot more to it than just, hey, come run the routes that you ran in college. Especially, right. and, I, and I'm thinking of Sky Moore right, right now, right? There's a whole lot more than, hey, we're going to play too deep, man under, just like you did in college. It's not the same. You're running against better athletes, even those that, are, if it's rookie on rookie, you're still playing guys you haven't played. And I think this is the big adjustment period. Not just... I, I, I think Thursday and Friday this week are going to be a bit of a shock for some of the college guys. But I think beyond that, next week in particular is that adjustment phase. You've seen it. You've gotten a look at it. And now you see what the professionals, the grown men in this league can do. How do you ramp up your game? And that's the big thing for me. So it's not just fit. It's not just role. It's adaptation. And both helping and pushing the rookie class to make that jump. And both helping and pushing the new veterans in MVS and Juju in particular to get into the offense and do more in a team structure than just you know running on air with Patrick on, on some high school field. Well, and you're also looking at a situation where it's going to matter for all the other you know all the offensive linemen, the defensive linemen, and the rookies got a big taste of professional football when it came to rookie minicamp. That is their first taste. I'm sure it opened a lot of eyes as to where <laughs> they were in in the game. And that's fine. That's exactly what you expected at a rookie minicamp. But this is going to open their eyes even more because they're going to get a chance, like you said, to see veterans do things that they are supposed to be doing themselves. They're going to be seeing veterans do lots of different things. And, and I'm trying to keep it as vague as I can because it's it's all different for all the different position groups. They're not all going to be looking at the same thing. I mean, guy, you know, obviously wide receivers are going to be looking at how different wide receivers run routes. What do they do with their body? How do they set up cuts? How do they set up, you know, getting off the line of scrimmage? How do they do this and that? What do corners do to offset what the wide receivers are doing? How do they adjust there? How do the safeties adjust? How do the tight ends adjust? All those are little adjustments, but you're not really going to see a lot of real, you're not going to see physical contact. Okay. You're not going to see hitting in OTAs. There's going to be physical contact. I mean, that just happens. It's not supposed to, but yeah. players are, are going to, you know, maybe run the wrong direction or, you know, whatever. You're going to have a little bit of physical contact. You hope it's not much, but it's just part of the game. It is, and there's no way to avoid it. Like you said, you hope 
you avoid injury and, and you don't let anything crazy get out of hand. And I, I think mm-hmm. that's mostly on, on the management of the practice process and, and Coach Reed's, you know, elite at that particular piece of it. Um, so I think it's really telling. We saw a lot of activity from Noah Gray, a lot of emphasis on Noah Gray in what I feel was an extended like feeling out period last OTAs. What can he do? What can we use him for? And we got overly excited, honestly, about how much they were feeding him and how much they were pushing to find out what that was. It didn't turn out to be that come the season. When the pads came on and the hitting started, it didn't live up to it. So for me, it's about, is there someone that they do the same thing for? Do we see Leo Chanel lining up all over the place in multiple positions, not coming off the field because they want to get a better idea of what he can do because he wasn't asked to play coverage in college? You know, it's the same thing for Sky Moore. Do they move him around? So I I do want to say, people, pay attention because it it does show the interest in the younger guys and the new guys and how they fit in. But it doesn't necessarily translate to reps come the regular season. Take it with a great assault, for sure. Yeah. You absolutely can't buy into guys in shorts and doing things because we've done that every year. There's always guys that seem to be taking over OTAs and – mini camps and doing amazing things and then the pads come on and they're not doing anything or you know we've even seen guys in training camp ball out and then do nothing in games so it's just watch listen you know read see what you can see on this listen to what people are saying you know take all that information in but understand that these players are going to be a lot different when they start in September especially the rookies the vets are probably going to be incrementally better but i expect that the rookies are going to take a big leap forward from rookie minicamp all the way to starting the nfl season because it's just a different game and they have to get up to speed it's part of learning it's part of adjusting to this game and honestly it's part of the reason why it makes it so fun because you have all these people that are getting to a new level that's you know they're just excited to go play and that gives them a lot of energy it's going to be a lot of fun i'm really looking forward to being able to talk about what they're doing in otas and what they're doing in minicamp. And then I really am looking forward to be able to talk about training camp. Uh, You know, the other question that we haven't got an answer to and that we'll be watching over the next couple of days, is Jody Fortson back? Is he running? What's he doing? Is he on the field at all for OTAs? I'm not worried about it at this point, but there was talk that he could be possibly ready for OTAs. Even if he's not, it sounds like he'll be back for training camp, which is just fine with me. He's been here long enough. He knows the offense. He knows what he's going to do. So uh, I think that's going to be fun to watch is is who is available this week uh, that hasn't been in the past couple of months. Yeah. And tomorrow uh, we'll have Matt Derrick on from Chiefs Dodgers. You guys know him. And we'll talk about who's the guys to watch. Who is is the people you want to keep an ear or an eye out for? Matt will be there live in person, whereas uh, I will be precarious as everyone else will be. Uh, but we'll get that information for you tomorrow. We'll be back later in the week with some of the takeaways and some of the things that we need to continue to focus on. We appreciate you spending your time with us today. Remember, we are here five days a week all year long. We take a couple holidays here and there, but we're with you, and we got you covered, yeah. everything Chiefs. And- so thank you. Uh, thank yeah, I was gonna say thank you, but I just wanted to mention really quick we will be taking Monday off, so just know Memorial Day we will not be having a show. <laughs> hey, like I said, every now and then a holiday, right? You gotta yep. you gotta try to live it up while you can. But thank you all and, and spread the word. We love adding new Chiefs Kingdom members onto this show that can follow through and get our version of what we see happening with this team. It's a lot of fun. We appreciate your time and helping us along this journey. Thank you for being with us today. We'll be back with you.